0: me right
1: now. Hello. You... Now we got you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you guess. do? I don't know. I just hung up and called back. <laughs> so like this. Okay. So uh, I'm glad uh, you're still you're still. Uh, I hear you. I I I, I see you. You're still alive, Glenn.
0: I'm alive. And. Uh, mm hasn't been very cold for the last few days. It's been at zero. Mhm. Thereabouts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yesterday for us it was pretty warm. It was I I could even wear a jacket. I was I just had like a long sleeve for
0: yeah,
1: yeah a few hours. Yeah. Mm. Oh by the way, uh uh I forget uh, uh, Ian called me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he called me. He was because he, he was uh, I guess he wanted to know uh how you were doing. He he said that he was concerned with uh your health uh, being cold outside and and he did mention your mental health too. He said he was mentioned. But, uh, hey, I, a- I don't.
0: I don't hey, see.
1: Huh? Is he a psychiatrist? That's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, I don't think your mental health. Personally, I don't think it's your mental health. I think it's more your physical health. Um. So no, I would. I, I'm worried about. Yeah. Seeing it's really cold up there. But uh.
0: Well, I don't know. He,
1: you know, he he, he kind of gave me a little bit of background information on him.
0: Uh, oh. When when did you get his phone number?
1: When uh I think it was like 2 weeks ago. Right? Yeah. Dana, not it was like 2 weeks ago, right? Probably. Okay. I think it was like Actually, I could probably check on my phone because he called my cell phone. Um, let's see.
0: What his number would be on there.
1: Oh, he called on the 8th. January. That was my birthday. Really? Oh, happy birthday! Happy know. birthday! Happy belated. <laughs> That's
0: when I became half the age of Canada. Canada is 150 years old this year.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm 75.
1: Yeah. Wow. So that that that's significant for something, yeah, yeah. You're halfway somewhere.
0: <laughs> halfway.
1: Yeah. Halfway. Although
0: I, I don't expect to make it to 150, I'm uh, working hard on uh, at least 114.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know what the secret is. A lot of people seem to be searching for the secret to living a long life, and they do all these things by eating healthy. And,
0: and well, then you know, get
1: run over by a bus. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or catch cancer or something genetic they have. Well, it seems like they don't have any control over
0: not a system has the means by which to affect cancer, heart conditions, stroke, a mental illness. All of that is linked to clumping, and clumping is linked to uh,
1: electromagnetism.
0: Electromagnetism.
1: Oh, and uh, what was... um? I was thinking about it, Nikola Tesla, he was a guy in history that he had like a big uh, connection to all that, right?
0: No, Michael Faraday.
1: Yeah, yeah, Faraday, but Tesla was also on the other end of it, right? Well, he was trying to produce uh, equipment,
0: machinery, whatever. Faraday was involved in uh, optical manufacturing, making lenses and stuff like that. And he came upon, he he wasn't a scientist. He came upon a uh, um, electromagnetism and and, uh, a magnetic cloud which nobody had known before and uh, scientists didn't want to believe him because he couldn't explain it in scientific terms and um, a scientist came forward and listened to him in detail and then went back and wrote out all of the formulas that matched what Uh, Faraday was saying and sure and behold there it was the most important discovery in the scientific world is electromagnetism. Mm. But they kept it a secret and the conditions by which they used it match Uh, step by step with uh, uh, the Bible's story of uh, and the walls came tumbling down. Circled the building seven times. uh, Circled the, the town seven times and on Sunday, do it seven times, and the walls come a-tumbling down. It's uh, what was used as a uh, study lab by Hydro in building this house. 40 some years ago
1: 72 Now electromagnetism it's um is that just unique to the planet earth or is it? how does it work in as far as in the universe the
0: um significance of electromagnetism Uh, is that it protects the earth from the sun. However, if you have a surplus, it affects the, the human being. Try to imagine a gland in your body has within it a formula for making something in your body happen. And that gland is affected by magnetism in the context that the magnetism is usually below ground. and and protects the earth from that position however if what you do is you enhance the magnetism by grounding an electrical wire into the ground such as you had from uh, lightning rods it then begins to heat up the ground and it affects stones that are made of, say, granite and have a content inside of quartz. Well, quartz will heat up faster than granite. So as they heat, they expand, but the quartz in the middle expands faster and causes the stone to break. And that's how you end up making gravel, broken big stone. However, what it does as well is it releases a cloud of magnetism which rises above the ground and covers the area in which people walk so you're you're walking through a magnetic cloud which if you put a thermometer there when there is no cloud, that thermometer, say, would read 20 degrees centigrade. However, once the cloud arrives, the same thermometer will read 50 degrees because it's affected by the magnetism which stops reading heat and starts reading light. In the body, however, we are made mostly of water. Water is the mode of transmission for electromagnetism. And how the transmission occurs is from stone to stone in water, it moves along a path of least resistance. The body containing water also has a vital mineral base to the water one of the minerals which we call vitamins vital minerals one of the minerals is iron iron is affected by magnetism so a clump uh, a a um, a gland within the body that has in it a recipe for doing something in the body, moving blood along plasma lines or something like that, or opening and shutting valves, whatever, that clumps up. And when it clumps up, it misunderstands its purpose, its recipe, and it does things that bring on heart attacks, strokes, uh, Alzheimer's, affects the shape of the body in uh, a system called HydroSeal. It changes the direction of fluids in the body and attracts it to places where it wasn't intended to be, that kind of stuff. So most of the diseases on the planet that are considered to be the most likely to cause death, have a common denominator called clumping. And as things happen, and depending on how much magnetism and and how much water your body contains and how much iron gets added to it every day from drinking, Water, or for example, if you get a flood and water enters your basement, then the basement can be cleaned out of the water, but much of the iron will be captured by the material of your basement, whether it is concrete or uh, a rug and a person living there, which changes the entire balance in the person and causes that person to die of a catastrophic illness such as valves don't open properly in your heart or your veins get clogged up with cholesterol. That's the basic situation. If you drive a truck, as I did for a number of years, part didn't drive it myself owned it, uh, parked it in what would then be a magnetic field, often the truck would not start. And the reasoning behind that is that the starter in a motor is a magnet. If you... uh, order a washing machine and you wash a batch of clothes and a magnetic field comes about, you may not be able to open the door to your washing machine if it is being held closed by a magnet controlled by an electric circuit it overrides the circuit and holds the door closed. And if you have your vehicle towed to the garage, they simply reset everything based on the computer diagnosis and don't fix anything. But they charge you as if
1: you had had
0: a, a physical problem with the vehicle, a mechanical problem, but it's not mechanical, it's electrical and it can be repaired in a second. If you have a vehicle and you park it on a hill, within the transmission, In that vehicle, you have a parking lock so that when you're on the hill, the car cannot move. However, if you park it in a magnetic field, or if a magnetic field comes about at a later Time in the day when you're not there, your vehicle is unlocked and can roll down the hill. If you're driving down a country road and you happen to go through a magnetic field, your vehicle can shut down. And with automatics today, with braking and steering being controlled by magnetism within the vehicle, they don't function. General Motors is being sued for people who were killed or have killed with their vehicle when the vehicle shut down either on a country road or in some cases on a superhighway depending on what technology is used for lighting and and what have you. They don't seem to know it or they don't want to speak about it because it would then open Pandora's box the holy grail the transmission of methods of hurting people at a distance in the concept of the voodoo religion using a doll and a pin to injure their enemies at a distance. Well, the pin is a rod, and what's being done is those people like Hydro and the telephone company who both use electricity in varying amounts, can and, in fact, do kill people. And coroners don't detect or don't want to tell how persons came about dying. But the enemies of the telephone company and the hydro company often will pass away due to, quote unquote, a heart attack or a stroke or senility is how their life ends, depending on where the magnetic field had an effect. Mine happened to be in the groin. When I first moved to the farm, it was in my thigh. I used to have to go feed the animals in the barn, and you know it's about 200, 300 feet back of the house, and I was limping all the way to the back, very difficult time climbing over the fence to get in there, because of the problem I would have limping, but then I moved into the house, and into the basement, and Lo and behold, the manufacturer of this house in 1972 had purposely set up a system based upon water is the mode of transmission. Electricity and magnetism come together And jump from rock to rock and set up a path for water and set up a path for stones so that magnetic fields would be built right under the house. And I was sleeping, as you know, in the basement where the foundation floor, if you look at the edges of the foundation, edges of the house, were about 18 to 24 inches thick. However, the concrete diminished as you move towards the center of the foundation where the concrete would be maybe six inches thick. Now, concrete foundations are just rocks ground together and stuck with cement all of which is just a continuity of the rock movement of electricity and magnetism. And therefore, I was sleeping about two feet off the floor in an area of the floor that was only six inches deep. And underneath the floor, I discovered as I tunneled my way there were exactly what Faraday described as a path of rocks and gravel. Usually many of the most important rocks can be visually spotted often because of their color. They are red. And red in rocks is iron. And many of the rocks that I came across were granite on the outside and quartz on the inside And you could see the red rocks had been placed in a manner to capture the electromagnetic field under the house. By the way, they funneled water, reversed from the concept of you don't want water on your foundation, therefore, you place your tubing in such a manner as the water will collect in the tube and then have to follow a path leading away from the house. This house had a collection system at the top bringing the water down to the area of the grounding rod from Hydro. Now, how I came about grasping what was going on is is uh, the concept is described in the uh, fiction books of uh, Richard the Hearted, I think it was, Uh, King of England who came uh, upon his appointment because he was the only one who could pull the sword from the rock. Well, when I was digging next to the rod that leads into the ground, I could not budge That rod. Even after I had gone down four feet, I could not budge it. And one morning, when I came back, having tried to move it by pulling it with the truck the day before, um, I could move it with one finger. The only difference between the afternoon before and that morning is that the electromagnetic field had subsided somewhat due to my digging and moving the water away. How much control over the people of the world exists when you invite people who make the means of killing you to run in your house their devices that will lead to your death? Water Company, the Electric Company, the Telephone Company, all are invited into the house and together they form a system for killing the occupant. Without water, the electrical cable is too heavy a material to carry electricity. If you're looking at a ground rod and wire, that operates because it's in the vicinity of water and rocks. But if you want to bring electricity throughout the house, that in itself will not cause a magnetic field. However, if you look at telephone wire, the material of telephone wire is much finer, and it can carry a magnetic field throughout an entire building, even a skyscraper. Now, if the people of the world went to school and were taught the principles of electromagnetism and how it corresponds with the the stories in the Bible, which is a code manual, The Holy Grail is its symbol. The rod is the symbol of power. And it can affect people at a distance from where you are. When you send a surge of power to a house that has no means of using that surplus, it redirects it into the ground. That's why they call the rod a ground. However, depending on how your ground is magnetized, and some places are more magnetized than others naturally, once you send a surge, you boost up what's there already to the point where it can cause heart attacks, strokes, Alzheimer's, fat bottom ladies, men who cannot conceive because what they transfer to their wife is irrelevant, useless, and the existence of drugs like Viagra tell you that that person has been affected because the the electrical circuits of the body which are mini-school quantum entanglement, they don't have the capacity on their own to allow for an erection. And the basis of the pills has to have some effect on lowering the magnetic field. If a guy who plays football for the New England Patriots, takes a football into the bathroom before taking it out onto the field. Or if the trainer does it, or if an assistant trainer does it, and that bathroom is built in a manner to create a magnetic field, the compression that will occur on the football will force air backwards out the hole from which it came. Minutely, not flattening out the football but just making it easier to throw the people doing it don't know who built the bathroom the people on a golf course don't know who put in the irrigation system. The people who play hockey are skating on a magnetic system. The people who go to the game are told that they have to be scanned in the same manner as those who go to an airport. What they don't understand is the minute they are scanned, a Document can be prepared stating and defining how much magnetism they carry and what it would take to kill them. Everybody that goes to the Ottawa Senators' hockey game is scammed. Everyone who plays hockey at the arena, which is known as the Canadian Tire Arena, is playing on a magnetic field. And if you do spend time in a dressing room, In any sport, each dressing room is equipped with a shower room, and players over time can be measured as to the amount of electromagnetism that would affect them negatively. And when they play hockey, they play three periods. And sometimes you watch a hockey game and you say, which team will show up tonight? Is it the one that plays like there's no tomorrow and they can win every game they play? Or is it one that looks like all the team was on a binge last night and were sitting in a tavern drinking till 4 o'clock in the morning? When a horse running in the Kentucky Derby comes through a tunnel to get out to the running track. Do you know how much electromagnetism is there to affect each horse differently? If you're a gambler and you run a business of making money from winners and losers, depending on the circumstances, you can change the odds in your favor from a distance if you had something to do with the building of stadiums or golf courses. You can be a Tiger Woods one day and hit 58 in a round. Then the next day, the same Tiger Woods may be hitting 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 over par. and And everybody tells him to adjust his stroke or go get an operation. While total control lies in the people who know about electromagnetism and golf courses.
1: When you mention the building of stadiums, uh, the, the Corps of Engineers also came to my mind. because They're behind. The building. Corps
0: of Engineers is always behind. Engineers are the ones who know. Mm-hmm. Electrical engineers, mechanical engineers, they all are trained in the use of machinery and electricity. And anybody who gets that kind of training can figure it out, even if they're not told. There's a problem in, in golf. For example, golf is the story of life, okay? When you play in a tournament, the idea is you're going to hit 18 different pathways, and your task is to take the ball, which represents in life, money, and bring it to the banker at the other end of a fairway. You play four games, which means that each day you're playing 18 holes, 36 holes in two days. Seventy two holes in forty. Life is seventy two years of life. And if you are not affected by electromagnetism, you get overtime, you get a, a um, Bonus, where your 72 years becomes 76 or 80, and for a few people, 90, and less again, 100. But the game is basically 72 years. You go to school for 18 years, for the first 18 years. Some of that schooling is at home when you're just a baby. Then you have a job where you work your ass off and make very little money for another 18 years till you're 36. Then you have another period where you get paid manager's fees. And then you have a final period where you get presidential fees. And you retire at 72. And you live out your bonus if you have one. But most of the people you will have known will have died along the way. 80 years is a full life under the conditions we live today. There was no hydro or telephone company or, well, there there was some water services but only to a few. In the days when Rome... Was created. Most people in those days died from accidents or weather conditions. Lifestyle was a problem because you didn't have the protection from weather that you have today. You were lucky if you found a cave. You were more than lucky if you were able to build a house. And therefore, the conditions of your life Were more difficult and you lived a shorter life. As those problems disappeared and you got to live indoors, it extended your life. In a time when only agriculture was an industry, You lived a shorter life, especially if the guy who controlled the fields making the food hired your sons and daughters to keep you from getting it. And he invested his money in weapons to make sure that his quote-unquote military get other people's parents away. But as soon as you started to zone in on controlling manufacturing with electricity, created by the burning of fossil fuels or the movement of water, you began to allow on one side a certain group to prosper without the knowledge that what allowed them to prosper would in the end kill them. But that's the whole purpose of living since the Ice Age. Prior to the Ice Age, everything we know today was understood by a small group of people. None had all the pieces together, but some geniuses here and there putting all their stories together got to figure it out. And the conclusion they came to is it is impossible to live forever on any planet close to the sun. Because each sun will in turn die. And therefore, if you want to live forever as a society or a colony, you must prepare to change places as the sun shrinks itself Committing suicide. And therefore. How do we go from being. Cave dwellers. Prior to the ice age. Builders of great monuments. Prior to the ice age. to being a society that can move off this planet and go to another place when the time comes. Well, the first thing you have to do is answer all of the questions that are devised by science. And if you only have a few million people on the planet, it can't be done. There's not enough testing possibilities in a few million people. And they worked out the figures and they said somewhere around 7 billion people will give you the number of people living at one time in the future that will be sufficient. In other words, it'll take 7 billion people to make enough future people so that at one time there will be somewhere between 6 and eight billion people living together on the planet, (coughs) and at that time, you will have gathered all of the answers to the questions you need, and you'll give them a prize when they answer one of the questions without a doubt. And you'll call that prize Nobel. And if you mispronounce it, you might even say Nobel. And all the information gathered from all the scientists, once proven to be factual, become theory. The word theory includes the letters R-O-Y. The code says that R is right, and when you have right, you have L because that's left. And therefore, The concept of the theory, the ROY, is oil. It's all about oil. And therefore, you have to merge the word oil in everything you do if you're doing the right thing. So a gang of people got together and said, one of the things you're going to have to do is you're going to have to control. And you're going to control by promising everlasting life. And you're going to write the story in a book. And you're going to call that book And since, of course, the letter H is two linked together by a third and the rest of the word is oil, people in the know will know that you're a player in the game. And therefore, on the one hand, you're going to create Roi, Roi in French, kings, from a place called Troy. All of them will be balanced against another group of people called bishops because they're holy man. And once you have seven to eight billion on the planet, and you have answered all the questions which they believe would occur sometime by the year of the return of uh, Haley's Comet in the 20th century. Somewhere around 2058. Give or take four years. 2054 to 2062. You will have gathered all of the information to create every theory required. And the word theory is not spoken of properly by the media on purpose. They tell you that a theory is a product of a person's imagination. It is not. A theory is people's imaginations match with other people's imaginations, match with other people's imaginations, and then. Proven to be correct by an independent body called scientists that guarantee you that what you are seeing is not what the media calls theory, but it's truth. Hypothesis is what the media is referring to when they say conspiracy theory. It's conspiracy hypothesis. That's in the mind of a person. Theory is no longer in the mind of any individual. It is a concept which has been tested and tried in every which way, to the point where beyond any doubt it is correct. That's why they call the theory of fire, the theory of air, the theory of electromagnetism. And they put it in a box that they keep secret that has two iron swords facing each other on top and the electromagnetism jumping from one pole to the other. Anybody who's built a fort or a city on a magnetic field can be destroyed by an earthquake activated by electricity. And the walls came a-tumbling down. But of course, they knew all about electricity prior to the last Ice Age, which, by the way, that period ended at approximately 24,000 BC, and then the period of the Ice Age was 32,000 years. 16,000 years, it got colder. 16,000 years, it got warmer. And now we're back to where we were before the ice age. That's why it's called global warming. There's been four ice ages that I know of. So upon reflection, these people before the ice age said, we got to pretend we didn't live. We gotta, in fact, say that life began at 4000 BC. Excuse me for a minute, I have to go to the washroom. I'm back.
1: Yeah, still here.
0: One thing you have to know is when you live in a magnetic field, you don't choose to go to the bathroom. You have no choice. It decides for you. And if you don't go to the bathroom you're still going to urinate or defecate where you are. So you go to the bathroom.
1: you think uh, the intake of iron, like, should be, like, uh, limited? Because we do need, like, iron, right? Absolutely. Everything
0: has two purposes. One to make you better and one to kill you. It all depends on the content of the coming together of iron and electricity to create magnetism. You don't see the iron because water is the mode of transmission. And until you get water from a well, you don't see it building on your toilet or your sink or your bathtub in the same way as people who live in the country do. And of course, some places have more iron than others. And people that I have heard of are not walking around saying, I want to find a house to live where the amount of iron and electricity is uh, at the right level. They have no conceived imagination, even, of what is the worst problem that they could have in choosing a resident. They look at trees, they look at grass, they look at scenery. But how many people will choose a property by walking around with a magnetometer and measure the changes in magnetism that occur at the hydro poles that are grounded on the edge of their property or on the property? And how many diseases you are told that doctors don't understand the origin of? And how much money do they collect to study heart conditions? How much money have they collected to look at strokes? How much money do they collect to look at Alzheimer's? When in fact, it's very easy to know where it comes from if you know about Michael Faraday. How many people know and do it anyways because they're killing you? By 2058, in the Bible, for those people who haven't read the Bible or those who read it as a religious document, they don't understand. But it's in there, and it's written in two different ways. One is a graph and one is a set of coins. In order to complete the task, kings and priests weren't enough. They needed a third party. A third party that would create the link that people would not understand. That third party is called a bureaucracy. Bureau in French means office. Bureaucrats. See the rats in a bureaucracy. And if you can create through genetic engineering the proper personality of a rat, you've got a bureaucrat. And since genetics is the means by which genetic engineers engineer thoroughbred horses or cows or bulls or sheep or dogs or pigs or cats. What would make anybody believe that it's not possible to do exactly the same thing and has been for thousands of years with human beings.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that, like, you know, when just going and being in a lot of residential areas and I see people's with their dogs, just looking at all their dogs, it just, it's like a reminder of how genetically engineered we all are. And where do you genetically engineer people? If
0: you go and you study history you'll come out with a concept that says starting around 3100 B.C., a city was created that evolved as a seaport where everything was centered, and that city is called Cairo today. And the priesthood In that city, had a means by which to replicate human beings who had lived and died, and that was called a mummy. Now, a bunch of people who knew that this was going on in Egypt and lived in Syria wanted to have that information. And they got the opportunity when a person which today we call Akhenaten and his wife Nefertiti left Syria and went back for Akhenaten and for the first time Nefertiti to Egypt and took power and the first thing they did was create a religion so that they would have the authority to go to the existing religion and find out their secrets and steal them and bring them to their headquarters. How do you genetically engineer human beings was the secret. And then they took that secret, and while Akhenaten ruled, Nefertiti and a bunch of her followers left Egypt and went back to Syria. And they centered in a town, city, whatever you want to call it, in Syria which was not known as Syria at the time but in a place called Hurry Hurry we don't have much time 2058 is coming in 5000 years we got to get this job done and they started making babies which they placed in a place they call Izra, after the name of one of their predecessors' wife, who gave birth to such a baby at the age of 90. Sarai Isra is Sarai genetically engineered babies filled a part of the Middle East while Akhenaten now returning to his original name Moses led the men into the desert for 40 years lifespan was 40 years in other words all the men who lived with the women in Egypt were kept out of Israel, and died in the desert, while all the women who bore babies bore sleeper cells. And you can't make what you want as a final product on the first day. What you have to do is over time make what you think is the product you want and then watch its lifespan. And then take the ones who most resemble what you intended (coughs) and use them and their genetics as the basis of the next batch. And you do that on and off by killing off the ones who don't turn out to be what you intended and maintaining the ease of life for the ones who do. An example, a policeman. A policeman is a person, male mostly at the beginning, a person whose intent at the beginning was to protect and serve the people who survived after being born genetically correct. They call coins by different names because coins are symbolic of what they're doing. So a policeman was at the bottom of the line Had no purpose of its own, but had a task of maintaining peace and order on instructions from everybody else. That's why they called them coppers or pennies when out of bronze, copper, material, they, in fact, made the first batch of policemen. Over time, they wanted to militarize these policemen so that they would, in fact, become rulers in their own minds. Now, a penny in the English language is linked to the word panny. E and A are in the code interchangeable. A penny is a virgin. So, In other words, a copper was made from a virgin to be a servant of the people. However, once they decided it would be more important to control from the top, you then change the recipe. You take out of the recipe's genetics the genes that lead to a nice person. And you leave the nasty part. And you call these people soldiers. So the policeman grows over time. And is changed over time to become a vehicle of destruction. And if you look around today, most police departments have been militarized, given the equipment that almost equate those of soldiers, such as automatic weapons, Troop carriers, tanks, that kind of equipment. Now, since you have to symbolize this in coins, and my uncle having been the foreman of the mint in Ottawa, you had to change what was a penny. Into a dollar. You remove the paper dollar and you make a dollar coin. And then you eliminate the copper. In Canada, they give us a hint as to the purpose of these people and who they are. And they call the dollar loony. Now, a loon is a bird out in the water with a very specific call. But it's also a word that suggests crazy. A person who believes they have power, but at the time of the expiry date on their shelf life, they get removed. They don't realize it, but soldiers come in. Soldiers sold, bought and sold. And soldiers have no problem being nasty. Now the question comes about, why did they make a $2 coin? A $2 coin has a shrunken loony in the middle. It's surrounded by technology that is implied by nickel. And the entire thing is surrounded by the only difference in size between a loony and a toonie, which is made up of those two minerals, copper in the middle and nickel around it, a rim which basically suggests the outside of the coin is bigger than a loony. And it's a different material than the nickel that surrounds the copper. So it's, in fact, two in one held together by a rim. Roll out the rim to win. The toonie three and one, the Premier of Ontario Kathleen win, rolled out the rim to win is the model of. Tim Horton's coffee shop which is uh, a Canadian version of a well known American expensive coffee. Why would they make a toonie? as the most important coin at the bottom of the heap of money. Number two is number one. Look at your watch. Look at your time. Do you have a portion of time on a clock called a first. No, a small portion of time on your clock and watch is called a second. You always have to make something first, such as a king or a bishop. And then make what will make what you want happen, happen. Priests for religion, royal families for monarchs. But why three in one? Space travel. three o'clock my friends time for me to go finish my job outside
1: what time's dark okay glenn all right
0: we'll talk again someday Soon, (laughs) soon. call me back we'll see ya.
1: all right all
0: right okay right it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper